all workers are created equally, but are some more equal than others? Well, this has been a huge issue for persons with disabilities trying to gain employment. I'm Kalila Reynolds, and it's time for another episode of Money Moves JA, brought to you in partnership with Exim Bank's Business Advisory Service, giving you the tools to grow your business. My guest today is head of the Jamaica Council of Persons with Disabilities, Dr. Christine Hendricks, and she's gonna be telling us what we should know in the workplace to facilitate persons with disabilities. Hi, Dr. Hendricks. Welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, Kalila. It's my pleasure okay. to be here. So the Disabilities Act. Uh, so tell me, what are some of the things that the Act takes into account that mm. employers need to you know, pay attention to, be aware of? Okay, so thank you for having me again, Kalila. The Disabilities Act, it covers um, the non-discrimination of persons with disabilities. And so employers, it is important that they not discriminate in their hiring practices because the Act says that a an employer should not discriminate against a person with a disability because of the disability. And so straight through the hiring process from advertisement into uh, the person coming into the organization as an employee, the training and the, de the development that takes place within an organization, the person with a disability should have those opportunities just like any other person in the organization who does not have a disability. So those are some of the considerations. Of course, if it is that a person acquires a disability on the job, then the first option should not be to dismiss the employee. All right, we're going to come to that okay. shortly. That's, that's another point and yes. a, a very good point as well. But when I'm hiring, uh, you said there should be no discrimination. Mm -hmm. Of course, we understand that. But what if person, the type of disability that the person has, physically they're not able to perform the job? I mean, that wouldn't count as discrimination, would it, if the person No, no, definitely not, because the qualification of the individual should match what the job is asking for and the demands of the job. So the, it, uh, it does not mean that a person is hired just because they have a disability. Mm -hmm. They should be hired to match the, the, the job functions that they're asked to do. So um, discrimination is, if it is that they match, the job description, they are able to function, but they are not hired because they have the disability. Has this been a common problem? It has been, um, but of course we know that discrimination, sometimes it's hard to prove, but we, we have had persons who uh, believe that they have been discriminated against because they have gone through the interview process um, in terms of maybe a telephone interview or online interview, and then when they turn up, and they are, it is recognized that they have a disability, then the conversation becomes about the disability mm. rather than about the capability of the individual. And of course, there can be a conversation about the disability because um, some employers may not have been um, involved with persons with those types of disabilities before, so they would be curious to know how the person will function. Uh, but, so, but once we get over that, then it should not be a case where they are, oh my God, how do you manage? And, you know, um, 
speaking down to the individual and then beginning now to focus more on the disability rather than on the individual and the job that they're asked to be um, right. to so be working in. So what does the in. law say, if anything, about uh, the physical workplace being accommodating to persons with disabilities? Are business places mandated to put in ramps and so on? Uh, access is one of the areas of the Disability Act, the Disabilities Act, which is critical to persons with disabilities, and not only persons with disabilities, but because it is a Disabilities Act, yes, access is important. Access is not just ramps, you know, for entry, and, and you would uh, appreciate too that ramps benefit everybody. It benefits the elderly, it benefits young children, it benefits pregnant mothers, it benefits people with heavy load. And so ramps are universe, once universally designed and, 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 and properly um, designed by the standards, then they benefit the person with the disability, physical disability that is of course, and others. And so yes, per places are expected to be accessible. That is one aspect. However, the doorways um, for wheelchairs, if persons get up to the ramp, and there is a step into the building, then that will pose a barrier. And so it is expected that there be seamless movement as far as is possible and practicable, so that if a person with a wheelchair is um, being employed, then they are able to move without somebody having to um, lift them, which is impacting on the dignity of the right. individual and also impacting on the independence of the individual. And so, ramps and rails of course wide doorways when you get inside it is the um the heights of the counters the, the countertops um should be multi-layered so that persons who are sitting in a wheelchair can sit and deal with the customer service representative or whoever the employ the other person is or they can stand if you know for those who can stand so multi-layered so persons can be dealt with generally. Bathrooms are another situation that needs to be taken into consideration for independence and dignity and right. you know for, so that's for the So if you have an employee who has that type of disability. And, and you might have what? customers too. So you have to and think of customers and you have to think of employees. So if you don't employees. have an employee, should, is it legally required for you to still have these uh, various um, accessibility points? The, the Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities and by extension the Disabilities Act encourages because you never know when someone will show up and you never know either when someone in your organization may acquire a disability because a disability is not something that is reserved for certain persons. Anybody can acquire a disability at any time. There are so many accidents that happen on a daily basis. There are, there's work stress that causes persons to have stroke and sometimes that leads to a physical disability. So the, the, the access when uh, the, the Disabilities Act encourages uh, persons to ensure that their workspaces are accessible. It, yes, it is to facilitate the person with a physical disability, but it is also to enable you to have a space that is inclusive so that anybody at any point in time can utilize your space without many, uh, much difficulty. The other aspect of access is information access, because mm -hmm. you have to think of persons who are deaf, right. who may be either your employee or your customer. 
and the importance of communicating with those individuals. And so that's another level of as, um, access. The other ac um, aspect of access to information is for persons with intellectual disabilities. Now, intellectual, persons with intellectual disabilities is not somebody that you look at and can see that what are intellectual, types of disabilities? intellectual disabilities are written on their What's faces. It's a person who does not function above a certain IQ, and that's 50% usually. They, so they function um, maybe at a grade six level or lower, and um, there are certain conversations, comprehension, social skills that they might not have. But they are excellent employees in um, areas that are skill-related. Physical um, tasks and so on. Right. And, and they, they, they sometimes make excellent um, office attendants. Your office attendants are critical. Um, to your organization, they make excellent sometimes find anything that you have to do repetitively. Mm -hmm. They make excellent workers in those areas. Um, and so those are the different areas of access. Of course, persons who are blind would need that's to ensure. That's for an employer to even realize that a person has an intellectual disability. Because in our society, you just say, oh, it's a person, fool, fool, man. <laughs> Some persons will say that. And, and many times, um, persons overlook that there is indeed an intellectual challenge um, that is allowing the individual to respond or not understand. Um, if, you, if you have spoken to persons and um, maybe they have said to you time and time again, um, what do you say again? Mm -hmm. Or um, tell me what you say. Even if you give them simple directions, mm -hmm. it's an indication that there may be an intellectual disability. Mm. There may, and uh, there are many, 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 many persons like that. Oh. Because intellectual, something new today. <laughs> intellectual disability, as I said, is not something that you see. Um, and so, you know, those things have to be taken into consideration. So making materials, brochures, simple. Um, if you notice quite a bit of um, items that are created or that are imported, manufactured to put together, you will notice that there are a lot of pictures and less words these days. And it is because um, more and more manufacturers are making their items universally designed so anybody can pick up something and put it together. It doesn't mean that you have to have a high intellect to enable you to, put, to read something to put it together. Mm -hmm. That is because, um, you know, as I said, manufacturers are seeking to help to create a more universally designed space, environment, world. Right. And, uh, phones these days are universally designed because there are access features that can be um, turned on for the different disability groups mm -hmm. to enable them to utilize. Voice command, very useful Indeed. To voice to, te voice yes. to text and so on. Mm -hmm. So you were about to mention earlier about somebody who is visually impaired. Right, persons um, who might be visually impaired to, or blind. So who is the onus on to ensure that such a person, visually impaired or hearing impaired, um, is able to or has the resources to work properly so if i'm visually impaired i may need a special braille keyboard is it the employer's responsibility to provide that or should you have your own keyboard and bring it for example um similar to how the the employers provide for the any other employee that comes into the organization um because there is not necessarily because all blind persons do not necessarily read braille 
and all deaf persons do not necessarily use sign language. So let us clear the air, just like um, all tall persons do not require certain things, mm -hmm. you know? So we do not want to um, stereotype persons who are blind or deaf that you must have braille or you must have this. Persons who are blind can use a regular keyboard. Um, they will tell you that there are special markers that we don't right, see that um, they, can, um, they are able to identify um, that marker and then know where know, all the, the other the keys, keys the are. The key has that little groove on it. <laughs> yes. took type, I took typing Indeed, in we do not know, but I they know. I know where the keys are right. without looking. <laughs> exactly, right. You know, so. But it was just an example to say if there is something that a is required. disabled person needs, mm -hmm. an assistive device. Right. Is it the responsibility of the employer to provide it or should the, the person, the employee, The employer would be, would be required to provide same if it is that there are challenges there are resources available for to support uh, persons who would need spe spe specific um, assistive devices in the workplace so there are assistive devices uh, grants provided by the oh. Jamaica Council for Persons with Disabilities and that's important to right. note because some employers when we've been talking about discrimination may not want to hire a disabled person because of the facilities that they have to put in place that they, they may need to buy something for this person and make an investment and they're unwilling to do that. And but if that, they know that there is a grant. Right, there, there are grants. But, but also uh, what employers need to understand is that not every person with a disability needs special devices. Mm -hmm. And um, so, so that should not be a means of barring persons with disabilities from being part of their establishment. So it's just a communication. A conversation issue. can take place to ascertain how the individual will function in the space so how and that what is required. Go? Because you don't want to make assumptions, like you said. So it can, it can start from the beginning, the interview. <clears throat> so at the interview, um, as I said earlier, it's not that you're barring all questions related to the disability, but if it is that it relates to the work and how the person will function, that is a conversation that should be encouraged. What types of questions should you ask? It depends. Um, how, how, how can you function or how will you or how can I facilitate you functioning in this space? Mm -hmm. Is there any special device that you need? The individual might say yes and they might say no. If they say yes, is it something that you have already? Um, is it something that the organization will have to invest in? Is it something that the Jamaica Council for Persons with Disabilities can assist you as an individual to have this as your personal device that you will utilize to function in the space? And if I as an employer deem you as a valuable employee, then making that investment is easy or should be easy because it's not usually very expensive. Mm -hmm. There are usually two, we think of persons who are blind who may need um, uh, this various speech devices or um, JAWS, the, the JAWS job access with speech device that is utilized on the computer to enable them to maneuver it well. There are free versions. So as, as I said earlier that manufacturers are facilitating and, and, and helping to create an environment where persons with disabilities are not necessarily at, as a, at a disadvantage. And so it is just to have a conversation or have a conversation with the Jamaica Council for Persons with Disabilities as an employer. Okay, so um, I'm hiring and in my um, 
slew of candidates, I have somebody who is deaf or I have somebody who is blind or I have somebody who uses a wheelchair or I'm employing somebody who, have aut who has autism, whatever the situation is, what, what, what do you think? Um, how can I go about this? What are the devices that might be needed? What's the investment I would need to make? So a conversation can be had at varying levels, you know, to provide some guidance. So tell me about the grant. How much is available? Currently, um, up to $250,000 is available to assist the client to, you know, um, purchase whatever assistive device they would require. So it's available to the disabled person? It is the, um, available to the person with a disability, yes. Ah, so not to the employer? Not necessarily to the employer, ah, no. Okay, so the disabled person can come to your organization and... And that can be facilitated at the workplace and if something they need at work. If it is an assistive device, yes. Right. Once it is an assistive device, yes. Wonderful. We know too that it will take a while for you know all of society, um, the implementation and all of society to fully understand and fully grasp. And that is the reason um, there will be codes of practice that are available to guide um, persons to see you know how should I navigate this new environment that we're in. And if people want more information, how can they contact the Jamaica Council for Persons with Disabilities? We do have a website, jcpdja.com, www. That is. You can call us too on 876-926-9374-5, or it goes up to 6, or 876-618-1133. Or you can email jcpd at mlss.gov.jm. Thank you so much once again, Dr. Hendricks. You are most welcome. Now here's a recap of Dr. Hendricks' key points. Persons with disabilities should not be discriminated against when seeking employment. If a potential employee has a disability, start the conversation by asking what you can do in order to facilitate them at the workplace. There are grants available through the Jamaica Council for Persons with Disabilities to make the workplace more accessible to persons with disabilities. And don't assume what an employee with a disability may or may not need. Simply ask. That's it for this episode of Money Moves JA, brought to you in partnership with Exim Bank's Business Advisory Service, giving you the tools to grow your business. Visit their website at eximbankja.com and check out my website, kalilareynolds.com, for a summary of this episode. I'm Kalila Reynolds. Until next time. Hey.